Today, we're going to take a closer look at four stocks on my watch list for potential buys this week. Like many of you, I put money to work on a weekly basis, either thinking of adding to old positions or adding new positions to my overall portfolio. And the past few days have been amazing, but I'm not here trying to time the market. Some weeks might be great. Some weeks might be bad. At the end of the day, as long as I have some form of income coming in, I'm going to be investing on a weekly basis because that's my rule. And for me, I'm still in the accumulation phase for my investments. So uh, here again, I'm not here trying to time the market. I'm just trying to increase my overall investments. I do want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and make sure to check out fool.com slash Jose to get the top 10 stocks to buy right now. So let's jump into it. So the first stock we're going to take a closer look at is Alphabet, aka Google. And we're going to see here, the first stock is going to be a big tech giant, Alphabet, like I mentioned. The second is actually going to be an ETF. And the last two are going to be heavy growth stocks. I am a very growth style investor. And obviously right now, those have taken quite a hit. Um, but you can see I have a good mix of everything here. So the first one, like I mentioned, Alphabet, right now sitting at $96.41 with a market cap of 1.25. Year to date, the stock is down roughly 33.5%. But again, let's not do price anchoring. What I'm super excited about alphabet is just the overall advertisement market right now this is one that has definitely taken numerous headwinds due to numerous things but the main cause advertisement wallet size are getting smaller right now as there are fears of recession and consumer spending decreasing at the end of the day i do believe the advertisement market will continue to grow in the upcoming years especially once all these fears start to fade and once the economy starts to pick right back up i do believe the one that is going to grow dramatically is going to be the advertisement market outside of that google i mean has a strong strong balance sheet cash flow from operations of 92 billion dollars in the trailing 12 months we can see 116 billion dollars of cash and short-term investments 62.5 billion dollars in free cash flow and roughly 13 billion dollars in total long-term debt so overall this is a company i don't mind holding i don't mind writing this overall volatility because at the end of the day i'm pretty sure you're going to keep googling i'm pretty sure i'm going to keep googling searches and watching videos on youtube i also want to showcase hey that hey in the most recent quarter one of the biggest down was youtube ads this actually kind of missed analyst expectations and it was down year over year i think youtube ads is taking quite a hit again due to the overall macroeconomics but a lot of social platforms and video contents are taking are, are making self headwinds um battling the likes of tiktok youtube has created youtube shorts which now they're monetizing uh and i do believe this is, has created some form of headwinds for the revenue we can see that year over year decline but as a youtube content creator myself i see the huge strength in there in shorts and the monetization process there i do believe youtube ads is going to continue to grow next year when we take a closer look at year over year basis outside of that google cloud is also the number three in cloud infrastructure service market we can see from this study of synergy research group they roughly have 11 percent of the market share and out of the top three giants google was the only one that actually beat analyst expectations when it came to the cloud market growth and cloud revenue growth so i do believe that overall shows the strength of google in this market and they have definitely plenty of opportunity here the second company we're going to take a closer look at is actually an etf wcbr and this is in the cybersecurity market this is one that i believe has huge growth potentials numerous tailwinds but one i'm not too too familiar with so i decided to go the etf route 
I do have some single positions, but I do believe for at least when I'm trying to look for more diversified ways in a growing market, I think I'm going to stick to ETFs like this. I actually did an article about a month ago, maybe a little bit less, uh, where I take a closer look at three cybersecurity ETFs. This is actually one of them, and I'm going to explain today what, what some of the reasons I like this over the other two, even though there was one ETF in that um, video that has actually outperformed the market for numerous years. So this ticker, like I mentioned, is ticker WCBR. If we take a closer look right now, expense ratio is 0.45%. I don't believe that's half bad, especially for a growing market. Uh, the other thing that I'm super excited about is this company only has limited exposure. They only have 25 holdings. And for me, when I like to invest in ETFs, even though I feel like I'm diversifying, I like those ETFs that have some high, some kind of concentration within there. We can see their top 10 holdings roughly make up 52.46% of the total portfolio. So I'm super excited here. This is actually going to be my first time opening up this position if I do buy it at the end of this upcoming week. Now the next two companies are actually going to be one in heavy growth style. And the first one is going to be Sorrent. But before, if you guys are enjoying the episode, make sure to hit the thumbs up as it does help me grow my overall audience. If you want to support a little bit more, make sure to subscribe using my link at fool.com slash Jose. Finally, if you want to listen to the upcoming number one semiconductor podcast in the world, I do weekly episodes and the link is above. So for those that are not familiar with Sorrent, this is ticker CRNC. This is a company that deals with artificial intelligence intelligence in the vehicle aspect. And I do believe there's huge tailwinds here. Unfortunately, this is a company that has taken quite a hit. Main reason is a lot of the revenue at the moment depends on licensing uh, and that licensing depends on overall new cars being made. New cars are obviously taking quite a hit due to the overall kind of shortage and everything that has happened in the past few uh, kind of uh, two years or so. So the overall stock price has definitely taken a hit as well. We can see market cap of $714 million. And for those that are not familiar, Sorens does have their earnings on November 21st when the market, I believe, opens. So roughly a week from now. So company has definitely had some overall management change. We can see here on November 1st, they did announce the lead for global sales and marketing. They also announced a lead for product strategy and customers. Again, we are seeing a bit of shift in management. Some people might not like it. Overall, very small company. In my opinion, this is something that I'm not too worried about, especially if they want to go a different route and grow. Now, I want to show you some of the kind of partnerships they've made or kind of programs they've won. On September 7th, BMW Group chooses Sorens AI and Voice Innovations for its new digital cabin experience. Available first in the BMW 7 Series and BMW i7 in fall of 2022. We already know how big BMW is. Next, we have Renault and Sorens have signed a multi-year agreement to create next-gen humanized co-pilot for an enhanced electric vehicle experience. Uh, Renault has numerous kind of car brands and here they actually have a picture of the avatar that's going to be using in their smart conversational AI within vehicles. Another one on October 5th, Sorens and RV technology leader WFCO will unite their respective conversational AI and RV innovations to enhance safety. So we can see they're moving away from kind of your traditional four-wheelers and kind of entering a little bit in the RV market. They're also entering the two-wheeler market a little bit more. They did announce on September 14th that CF Moto, a leading maker of motorcycles, all-terrain vehicles, and more, has selected Sorens for conversational AI power interactions with its two-wheelers and ATVIs. So again, we continue to see this hit outside of the main four-wheel market. 
I want to say this is probably my favorite news, and this came out on September 20th of 2022. Uh, Sorens announced in conjunction with NVIDIA's GTC event that its Sorens Assistant conversational AI power in-car assistant is now supported on the NVIDIA Drive platform and uses the open scalable Drive IX cockpit software stack. And this is super amazing. Many people believe that, hey, NVIDIA and Sorens are kind of battling out here in this AI conversational market. But no, here we can see this straight partnership. And I do believe it's super strong because we are seeing a lot of developers using NVIDIA Drive software stack to kind of develop their own AI. Uh, and then if a developer is using that platform, they will be able to see kind of some of Sorens' solutions. Uh, so it works well with each other. And this is probably one of my favorite and most bullish news for the overall company. The company has also announced some kind of integrations and collaborations with Microsoft to bring kind of AI conversational to the vehicle, especially now that they're still more of a hyper work style and work from anywhere style. Uh, finally, they, the company did announce on September 2022, they did introduce Sorens Exterior Vehicle Communication, and it's a new kind of voice simulation of voice solution to enable drivers to interact with their cars from the outside. Like I mentioned, Sorens is more of a very heavy growth style, in my opinion, one that's very, very volatile and some might consider risky. We can see overall total long-term debt of $270 million, $127 million of cash and short-term investments, and they are positive in cash flow from operations. Like I mentioned before, their uh, market has taken quite a hit due to the automotive space and how it's been in the past few years. Uh, again, I do believe there's numerous tailwinds to that partnership with NVIDIA or collaborative with NVIDIA, the overall partnerships that they've won in the past two months alone, in my opinion, it kind of gives me that, hey, even though this is a growth stock with numerous risk, it's one that has the high probability of doing amazing. Finally, the last stock on this list is going to be Shopify, ticker SHOP. Right now, market cap of $49.65 billion. Again, the e-commerce market with overall consumer spending decreasing has definitely taken a hit. Again, these are my favorite style of growth companies, ones that right now seem like they might be falling apart, right? The e-commerce falling apart, advertisement falling apart, automotive conversational AI falling apart. But in the long term, I do believe all these markets have numerous tailwinds that can be a, a huge, huge propulsion for huge growth. Shopify was mainly known for the e-commerce solutions, but they are increasing kind of their offline solutions as well, which are growing pretty strong, like Shopify POS. They also are hitting the advertisement market with Shopify audience, which is providing a lot of great feedback here. And again, when this market kind of returns, I do believe Shopify will continue to grow. The company continues to go public. For example, they launched Shopify payments in Finland, Switzerland, Portugal. They launched Shopify Capital in Australia, Shopify Shipment in Italy and France, and Shopify POS with integrated payments in Singapore and Finland. With the recent acquisition of Deliver, this is a company that deals everything from port to port, so they deal with every, pretty much the whole concept here. And I do believe this is going to be a great, great player in the e-commerce space. I myself, as a kind of content creator, I see how many people are using Shopify and the overall growth opportunity this company sees. Again, the overall e-commerce market market has numerous headwinds at the moment and obviously if we have worse economic data in future quarters or if we kind of see the pull down in the kind of consumer market all these stocks can definitely continue to go down but like i mentioned i'm here of a long-term investor so i do believe the numerous tailwinds all these spaces have increase the probability of my investments doing well so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode take care have a good day and see you next time